situations that you're dealing with in your life that you just want it changed. You want it different and you no longer want to deal with it. It's almost like this sphere is just dealing with you instead of you saying, stop, I've had enough. If this is you and you're dealing with things in your home or with your friendships or in your work or wherever you're at, I have great news for you. Today's title of the show is Change Your Sphere of Influence. And I can relate to you. <clears throat> I really can relate to you. And I want to share some things that just happened to me recently that I think if you apply that to your life as well, it's going to make all the difference. And what happened here in our TV studio here, we kept dealing with obstacle after obstacle after obstacle we have a fantastic crew everything is great everything is going really 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 well but it seemed like technical difficulties sometimes sound difficulties it was just late starts for two and a half hours everybody worked hard but there was a constant challenge and there was a point when it happened month after month after month that i was like enough and then my mentor told me, you need to change the atmosphere. And I'm like, how do you do that? And he reminded me while Jesus was at the water, he was walking at the water in the middle of a huge storm, big waves, lots of wind, a lot of elements working all against the disciples in the boat that were afraid, thinking they were going to drown. They just had seen Jesus feed 5,000 people people and they're out there and they're afraid and Jesus walks out there to them they think it's a ghost and they freak out but then it goes a little longer and he sees them and they see him and he says stop and silence and he calms the water and he calms the wind and everything got smooth Jesus changed the atmosphere and that very moment when he changed the atmosphere, instantly they were at their destination next. How did he do that? And I talked to my mentor. I was like, well, that is great, but how do I do that? And I was given three ideas, three points in how to change. First, wherever you're at, if you're dealing with a struggle, start playing worship music, at least for an hour. Second, Start praying, praying, and more praying. And there was a third one. And he said, start believing in fate, and things are going to change. And command the light to be bound, and the, I mean the darkness to be bound, and the light to be loosed. We did all that, and it worked for one month, but not for the next. And I was like, what is going on? But there was a change. There was enough change last month that I was so excited about it. I said, Lord, you're giving me more faith to change the environment in my home. I have a lovely husband, cares greatly, everything wonderful. But I want him full of fire of you. I want to do ministry together. I want to go more for you, Lord, for my whole family. So I chose to start a fast. And it's not like a no food fast, but to only eat fruits and vegetables. And one carbohydrate a day without yeast, like a bowl of oatmeal or something like that. And as I started that, it became a 40-day fast. I ate more potatoes than I could even imagine that first week. I think a bag and a half. But here I was. And I was planning on my husband to get changed. And as we were there, one day my husband said, why are you 
doing this to yourself? Why are you doing this? And I told him, I am praying for you to be changed. And he just started laughing. The amazing thing was during that time, I started noticing something. I was not in love with Jesus. I loved Jesus. I believed Jesus. I followed Jesus. I gave my life to Jesus. I was baptized for Jesus. But I was not in love with Jesus as a spiritual love. And I was like, God, how do I do that? How do I change? How do I love you? And I remember there was a time in my life when my husband and I were divorced. And I knew God wanted to bring us back together, but I couldn't stand the guy. And I told the Lord, when I went on my knees in the living room, I said, if you want me back with that jerk, you make me fall in love with him. And within six months, I was so deeply in love with him and everything had changed and we actually even remarried. There was a change in the atmosphere. And that is a key for you right now. One thing, when you change the atmosphere, when you want to change, you have to start asking questions. You have to be willing to surrender yourself. You have to be willing to change. And I was working on that, but I was going to change my husband this time. I was having God just take care of this. And I now learned through that experience, I was no longer in love with Jesus. I said, Jesus, I want to be in love with you and I don't know how to go about it. And so I walked my prayer walks in the vineyard, and I'm walking through this vineyard, and as I'm walking through it, I hear Holy Spirit say, talk to me, have a conversation for me, just casual talk. And I'm like, okay, I'm not, I, I know how to pray to you, I know how to pray at you, I know I hear your voice, just a casual conversation. How do I do that? He says, try it. And I started to talk, hi God. And I was just kind of my usual self, just kind of doing a little leap in the air and just saying, I love you and started laughing. And then I realized this is not working at all. This is not working at all. And I kept walking. And then the Holy Spirit said to me, do it again, do it again. But now talk to your earthly father. And I thought about that for a moment because my early father was a great guy. He is a great guy. I got flowers when I grew up every single Saturday night, every week. So did my mom and my sister. He always wanted best for me. He was always there for me. But there was this piece missing that I was not able to really connect with him unless it was about commute in the country of Holland or if it was about being old. <laughs> or if it was about the weather. And I desperately had longed for a dad, a daddy. I could say, dad, what about ministry? Dad, what about this? Dad, what about the Lord doing this right now in my life? Can I talk to you? What can we do about this? And that was a missing piece. And that might be you too, that are things in your life that you desperately want something, or you even have a dad that just was not there for you. So what happens, we start relating to God Almighty as a father figure, not in the way to we should be. There's more to this. You don't want to miss it.
Stay tuned. Bar TV. The stories we bring, the problems we show, the solutions we present are real. They are raw and they are authentic. The stories we share are with real people. Are you struggling? Or do you know someone that has problems? We want you to know that you are not alone. Many can relate. Are you afraid? God wants to give you peace. Do you feel unloved? Know that God loves you. God wants to give you love, peace, joy, and hope. It's all about the real deal. Barb TV wants to share with you its resources, answers, and hope. It is time to not live in a mediocre life, but for you to step into your full potential. God has great plans for you. We have great answers, resources, and hope. BarbTV.org or 855-515-5550. So we just talked about relationship uh, just, just right before the promo here. And relationships are delicate and we think we're close to God. We think we know Him deep. We've done committed. We are loving Him. We fully go for Him. And then you fast. And then you walk through a vineyard. And then you hear the Holy Spirit tell you, you're not in love with me. And He asks you to talk with you. And you start talking and all of a sudden just a conversation back and forth isn't going so smoothly. And you stop and all of a sudden you realize there is something you need to surrender and change. And I'm sure you have been there many times. So at that point, the Holy Spirit said, just talk to me like you would talk to your earthly father. And I'm starting to talk and I know I'm talking to God Almighty and I'm trying again. Hi, Dad. How's the weather? Is there a lot of commute today? How many kilometers, miles, you know? And it's just that typical. And it was tough. It was just tough because all of a sudden, I realized that I had changed my way to accommodate my daddy's way in a way to communicate and have the conversations that it became no longer at the level I wanted to connect with him, but I dummied it down. And that meant no growth for my relationship and no growth for his relationship. I was like, wow. And I said, Lord, I surrender. I don't know how. I don't know how to do this differently. And then he gave me a brilliant thought. And this, if you get anything from the show today, this is what I want you to take home right now. Plant it in a heart. It's a seat. It's a gift that the Lord gave to me that I want to share with you. And this is what I was told. And it's just me, you know, talking to nobody next to me. And here is what the Holy Spirit said next. Talk to your daddy as if he is exactly the way you want him to be. That changed everything. Because now I started talking to my dad. Hi, dad. We're having ministry. We have five TV shows coming up. These are the topics that we're talking about. What is the wisdom? What do you recommend? How do we connect with it? And instantly, out of nowhere, there was this deep, deep, deep love of the Holy Father that was instilled so deep in my heart. It changed my relationship with the Holy Father. I could say, Daddy, 
It changed my relationship with my dad. I have this deep, deep love and respect for him now. It changed everything. It was so exciting. And now I can't wait to go on prayer walks. Now I can't wait to see what God's going to do at the rest of the fast. Now I can't wait for him to talk to me. Now I can't wait to have conversation. Everything changed. The moment I surrendered, the moment I started asking questions, and the moment God showed me like that. I'm like, wow, why did I wait for almost 40 years for that? It changed everything. And this, my friend, is what God Almighty wants to give with you. And what I'm sensing right now with the Holy Spirit, that you're thinking right now, I'm not good enough for that. I have done too many things wrong. I am not that one. I am guilty. I am struggling. I'm a bad person. And I am going to tell you, that is a lie from hell. Because I'm going to read a passage with you here, right now that tells you there is hope for you and that God says this is for you. What do you do? Surrender, ask questions, turn it and you'll see what happens. And it says here in John chapter 14, starting at first one, and I'm going to go through a whole section with you to help you. Because when I read this chapter, the Bible first that I had memorized for year after year after year, that I quote almost every single night, when Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, no one comes through the Father but through me. When I said that year after year, in that instant in the vineyard, it all changed everything. So now, let's start. Don't worry or surrender to your fear. What? What do you mean by that? Don't worry or surrender by your fear. I had surrendered to where my dad was instead of where God wanted me to be with my earthly dad and with my heavenly dad. Why? Out of fear just not to want to deal with it. And there's bigger ones for you there as well. And it says then, for you have believed in God. Now trust. Now trust and believe in me also. My Father's house, hope, promise, has many dwellings, places. Do you know God has a place for you ready in heaven? Do you know that you could go there and have access to that anytime while you're alive at earth? He's talking about that right now. He cares so much about you that you have your own room, no matter the past. If it were otherwise, I would tell you plainly, because I go to prepare a place for you to rest. Rest from what? Rest from challenges. Rest from that buried stuff deep inside of you you don't want to deal with. Rest from not having the deep relationship with the Father by having a wall there and not getting to know Him better. He wants to give you that rest. And when everything is ready, I will come back and take you to myself so that you will be where I am. That does not have to be when you die. That can be right now. Why? Because I got to experience it. That deep love is right here inside of me. And it just makes me smile. And you already know the way to place, to the place where I am going. And I love the next question. 
Because here you have a disciple that has been with Jesus for almost three years, that has been talking with him, that has seen the miracles, that has seen the healings, that has seen the relationship. And listen right now, because he asked the exact same question I did. Thomas said to him, Master, we don't know where you're going. So how could we know the way there? Master, we don't know where you're going. So how could we know the way there? And then Jesus responds to that in a way that I think will be amazing for you as well. You might have prayers right now. So I encourage you, if you want us to pray for you, 855-515-5550 or go to barbtv.org. It's exciting for me to know that God wants to take you to the next level. Stay tuned. <laughs> there is more. Peace is beautiful. However, finding peace is not always easy. But the result when you get there is life-changing. Are you ready to dream bigger, pray bigger, believe bigger, and live bigger? If you want to break free from dull Christianity and transform to a vibrant, active believer, what are you waiting for? Dare to Believe Big teaches you to believe like never before. It is time to grow, evolve, and expand. Discover four words that can transform your life. Are you ready to build a relationship with God? God has incredible plans for you. It is an exciting opportunity, and you can live each day with a high expectation of what God will do next. Don't wait any longer and sign up for your new free membership. Sign up now and get a free gift at daretobelievebig.com. So let me repeat the question that was just asked by Thomas. Thomas said to him, Master, we don't know where you're going. So how could we know the way there? And here's that famous Bible verse, John 14, uh, John 14 verse 6, that I've said for many years over and over and over again. And now I get it. Jesus explained, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes next to the Father. Remember that deep relationship that was missing inside of me? No one comes next to the Father except through union with me. First, Jesus showed me I had to fall in love with him. When I did not know how to do that, I asked, how do I fall in love with you? And I had no clue. And I did not give up. I knew I fell in love with my husband again. I knew I could fall in spiritual love with Jesus. So I asked for it because I knew it before. So I knew it could be done again. So I said, show me, show me, show me, show me. Then that vineyard, God showed me what was the wall. God showed me the barrier that I put up. He had wanted that relationship all the time. And the barrier came down when Jesus started asking me questions right there in that vineyard through the Holy Spirit. And then it changed when they showed me. The barrier was I wanted something that only God could give me. And then it goes on. To know me is to know my Father too. And from now on, you will realize, get it? that you have seen him and experienced him. And here is the question. 
I love these disciples. These are experienced Christians. And this is what Philip says. Philip spoke up. Lord, just show us the Father. And I'm like, that used to be me. Lord, just show us the Father. We'll just talk to you, Jesus. But the Father thing? Not sure about that. Philip spoke up. Lord, spoke up. Um, show us the Father. And that will all, and that will be all that we need. He missed the point. I missed the point. You've missed the point. But no longer. And Jesus responds. Jesus replied, Philip, I have been with you all this time. Even if you don't have that relationship right now, that deep level that I'm talking about, he is still with you. He is still with you. And if you don't know him, it's as easy as ABC. Ask Jesus to come into heart. Believe that Jesus died on the cross for you. Confess the mistakes you've made and ask him questions. Ask him for more. Philip, I've been with you all this time, and you still don't know who I am? How could you ask me to show the fa you the Father? For anyone who has looked at me has seen the Father. Wow. Then it goes on. Don't, don't you believe that the Father is living in me, and that I am living in the Father? Jesus is inside of you. Jesus is right there. If you really look hard, there is a day you're even going to see him right inside of you. He is right there. He's part of your bones. He's part of your lungs. He's breathed air into you. He's right there. You get to know Jesus. You get to know the Father. Even my words are not my own, but come from my Father, for the, He lives in me and performs His miracles of power through me. Believe that I live as one with my Father, and that my Father lives as one with me. They're close. It's deep. It's intimate. It's personal. It's very close. Or at least believe because of the mighty miracles I have done. He's doing miracles today. He wants you help. He wants your healing. He wants you to see his miracles and that everything changes. How do you go about this? It starts with surrender. It starts with giving over. It starts with dying to self. Do you think it was fun that moment that I realized I had missed out? and was treating my dad not the way I should be? I was nice to him, yes. Did I ignore him often? Yes. Did I ask for my mom on the phone often? Yes. Did I try to just run around the bushes? Yes. Had I challenged it once or twice the last two years? Yes. Did it work? No. Why not? Because it wasn't right here. And that has changed. And if that is you, there's one thing that I'm asking you to do right now. In that vineyard, I repented, and I'm asking you to do the same. Repeat after me, God, I repent. I repent of treating you like my earthly dad. God, I repent of not wanting to surrender and just numbing myself and not dying to self to deal with this. Lord, I give it to you now, and I am willing for you to change me. Show me how. Amen.
And I know without a doubt that God is going to show you in how to get that deeper relationship with Him. There's an awesome quote by Roland Baker that says this so well. Revival has always begun when a person or a group of people have come to the end of their rope. They have come to the end of their resources. This process is one of self-emptying, self-death, even and which we relinquish. Let me repeat that for you. This process is one of self-emptying and self-death in which we relinquish control to God and surrender ourselves to His love and power. Amazing words, aren't they? And so true. Just a little more. And then it says, I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these because I go to be with my Father. For I will do whatever you ask me to. I'm going to go down a little bit to save some time. And then it says here at verse 15, Loving me empowers you to obey my commands. <laughs> You've got to be excited. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend just like me and he will never leave you the world would, won't receive him because they can see him or know him but you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside of you i encourage you to read john 14 and all the way at the end is something very special of that chapter because it talks about that peace we talked about Again, if we can pray for you, connect with us. 855-515-5550 or go to barbtv.org. And I encourage you, this show is almost ending, but we're going to continue a little bit longer because what we're going to do next is I'm going to say a prayer for you. So go to YouTube, join me in the prayer. And I am excited for the fire that God wants to install in you. So for our listeners right now, our viewer, God bless you. And I love you too. But the most thing is that she has a story that has touched my life. And I know it will change yours as well. I was tempted to commit adultery with this man, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. Resisting, Good for you. Good resisting. For you. But I was, I was changed. My husband finally said, "What's wrong with you?" When God would be involved in my life or in my thinking, or somebody would say something, uh, and eventually, I became. Um, and when the trouble came so hard, Jesus took your hand and walked you over that bridge. And now you pray for your whole family and you are that foundation.